Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's show, we're talking about a law enforcement raid on a luxury 46-story apartment building in New York City. But first, I'd like to meet you in person. I'll be at the Raising Money Summit in Denver this coming weekend, November 17th and 18th. There's a ton of great speakers at that event, including Sal Buscemi, Richard Wilson, Kathy Fetke, Mark Kenny, Anthony Chara, Kevin Buck, and yours truly. It's going to be a great event. And if you're interested in learning more, send me an email to victor at victorjm.com, and I'll send you a 55% discount coupon. That's victor at victorjm.com, and be sure to put Denver in the subject line. Okay, we are back. Earlier this year, I reported that the city of New York had added $7 million to their budget to increase law enforcement around short-term rental violations. They added 57 staff to their enforcement contingent. Well, this weekend, the Wall Street Journal reported that a team of New York City law enforcement officers swarmed a Manhattan condo building, issuing 27 notices of violations for illegal hotel operation in the single largest crackdown on short-term rentals to date. The raid was at the Atelier Building, a 46-story luxury tower on 42nd Street, very close to Times Square. This may be a sign of what's to come. New York and other cities are seeking to limit where people are running illegal hotels in residential buildings. The violations went to 20 different apartment owners, including two members of the condo's board. Some of them were also accused of putting up illegal partitions in the units to create extra bedrooms. Back in June, New York City Council introduced a bill aimed at cracking down on illegal home sharing listings that have turned up in residential buildings all over the city. The bill, which becomes effective in February, requires online rental companies like Airbnb to disclose the addresses of its listings and the identities of the host to the city's Office of Special Enforcement. They have to do this every month. The host would also have to list whether the dwelling was their primary residence, whether the entire unit or a portion of the unit was available for short-term rental. Companies that failed to share the data with the city would be fined up to $25,000 for each listing they do not disclose. The lawmakers are hoping the data is going to make it easier for them to identify the commercial operators who have multiple listings or, for all intents and purposes, running illegal hotels in residential buildings. The commercial operators have been a concern for lawmakers and fair housing advocates for some time. The law requires that the booking sites transmit the information about every short-term rental to the city. And a lawsuit has been filed by the industry to stop the new law and is currently pending in federal court in Manhattan. There's no question that some units are being rented out by tenants who rent a unit. They, in turn, sublet the unit without the knowledge of the owner of the property, and they make several hundred dollars per night, pocketing the difference between their monthly rate and the cumulative nightly rate. I actually stayed at one such unit about four years ago near Union Station in Manhattan. The only reason I discovered that is I found paperwork on the kitchen table addressed to the tenant of the apartment, and it made it clear that the Airbnb listing was really a sublet. It was not addressed to the owner of the property. New York City has over 50,000 short-term rental listings, one of the highest in the world, despite numerous restrictions. I personally feel somewhat conflicted. This is a situation where there are a number of divergent interests, each of them legitimate. On the one hand, I believe government has no business telling two consenting adults that they're not allowed to enter into a contract with each other, affecting their own property. Government should stay out of people's homes. On the other hand, there is a shortage of housing in some cities like New York, and 
is a number of contributing factors affecting this. When tenants rent out an apartment under the pretense of living in that location, and then they turn around and sublet that apartment on a nightly basis and pocket the profit, I have a problem with that. It's dishonest, and the landlord is being harmed by that conduct. Certainly, a number of Airbnb listings in New York have that characteristic. Rather than outlawing short-term rentals altogether and harassing homeowners, the city could impose a rule making it illegal to sublet an apartment for more than the original rent. Any amount collected in excess of the original rent would be due to the owner of the property. And in order to enforce this, the city could require holders of short-term listings to prove ownership of the property to the listing company or prove notarized consent to manage the property on behalf of the owner. Many cities across North America and Europe are grappling with how to handle short-term rentals and this new peer-to-peer economy. Even if you don't live in New York City, your city council may be looking for ways to regulate the industry, and now's the time to become active with your council members and influence the solutions that will ultimately be brought to bear. As you're thinking about that, have an awesome day. Go make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.